Welcome to Brand New Doctor. My name is Rola Carajo, doctor turned healthcare graphic designer and brand strategist. This is the show where we share big ideas and look for inspiration in all kinds of places to help you grow a fulfilling career in healthcare. Following a path to success is one thing, but carving your own is another. So this is for you if you want to go beyond book smart. You obviously have a very nuanced view on on this problem in with cancer and how it appears in the in the Bama communities. Mm-hmm. But what has your role as the as the engagement and inequality lead taught you in addition, or how's that fed into your work with cancer education? It's opened up my eyes to see why these inequalities exist. Something that's quite crazy at the moment is that we're finding that a lot of patients are actually traveling abroad to have treatment either when they've been diagnosed or when they notice any symptoms that they can't get treated as soon as possible. They've actually had to travel abroad abroad. And even though they don't have the finances, they'll put themselves in debt. And that shouldn't happen because they're already trying to pay so much for it. So, so why are they having to go abroad for treatment? Is it that they're not eligible for NHS care? Is, or? No, so it's not that. It's just because there isn't that trust within the NHS care. Oh, okay. Oh, that's that's yeah. even worse. That's yeah. way worse. So uh, some people, some, especially a lot of men, have been diagnosed with treatment and especially prostate cancer and they don't take up treatment at all. And um, you're all just so frustrated. Is it that I'm not explaining it well or why are they going, why are they going away and sometimes again to defend the clinicians as well some patients just decide to do that no matter how much you believe in them but then that also brings it back to that patient-centered care it's a case whereby you have to sit with that patient discuss it see how you can kind of meet in the middle with that patient but yeah there are patients who have literally put themselves in debt i think germany is the hottest place that a lot of patients are going and because also they're more advanced in some cancer treatment options that they're able to offer as well just things are just done differently so for some patients i I guess they're also like it's going to take forever so they want to do it as soon as possible but i think a lot of it is rooted in the lack of trust is one thing that we've seen and also there's been a lot of misdiagnosis as well so that thread of Lack of trust is really, really, it's, it's, it's feeding into so many issues. Yeah. And it's worrying. What projects are you doing to kind of reduce that stigma at the moment? I know that you have these groups where people can ask questions and such. Yeah, so I don't know if we actually go into the community. So we hire like let's say a library or so and then get people to come together and teach people about how to check their breasts, how to signs and symptoms about cancer, really speak to people about answer their questions. We hear really good questions about if I wear a bra to sleep, does that cause cancer? If I use my D, does that cause cancer? Oh, wow. We really, really You'd be surprised. You had to hide that shock behind the question. Like people have those questions and it's within them that they don't feel they can ask someone else. No question is really, really, really stupid because that could be something that's keeping them awake at night. Also, I think more people sharing their stories as well is something that we want to look at this year as well. I was really interested to kind of talk to you about fears and concerns because you've obviously had to just go for things regardless of feeling concerned or worried about what other people think. 
sometimes I look back at like fears and concerns I had when I was in medical school mm. or when I was a kid and I look at them now and I'm like wow they felt so real at the time and now it's not as significant to me mm. I just wonder what what kinds of things do you look back at and think yeah it was real at the time but now if I had to deal with that again I wouldn't feel the same kind of worry or anxiety about it mm, it's quite interesting because as a student like everything kind of worries you I think you know every little thing you're just like oh my gosh my my life is over I think it was just like mainly exams because I was just so like oh my god I have to get this grade I have to get that grade or you know but sometimes you do it you don't get the best grade but life goes on and just I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves especially as medical and dental students because you imagine you come from uh, secondary school where you're like kind of top and then you go to dental medical where everyone's the same and like everybody's got good grades and you know you just feel like you're just in a room full of just smart people so I think even dental school medical school humbles you as well I feel like a lot of things did sort of stress me out and I, I yeah now I look back at it I think at the time it, it was good because that when you do get stressed out it pushes you to just do better because I'm kind of person that responds to pressure like if an essay needs to be done and the deadline's in two days, I'll get it, I'll get it done in two days. Whereas <laughs> if it's in two weeks, I'll, I'll leave it for like a week. Yeah, until those last two days, yeah. And then there's two yeah, days left sure. <laughs> to do it. Yeah. So I think a lot of students respond well to pressure. <laughs> I don't know why that mm. is. So what advice would you give to someone dealing with those kinds of same concerns that you had? I mean, there's more, you know, there's, there's more to life than you, like, you know, enjoy it, but just don't let, the pressure gets you too much it's easier said than done and you probably will feel like that like I'm not going to say don't feel like it because it's normal it's normal mm-hmm. especially if something means a lot to you you're going to get stressed but don't forget to don't neglect yourself because I remember I used to spend hours and hours in the library and you know sometimes I even forget to eat and just not even talk to people but it's not that deep because there were times when I revised so hard in the library and I still got the same grade compared to when I was like seeing friends and stuff like that. So I think a lot of people think that they have to revise 24-7 in order to get the best grade. But it's there's something called like effective re- revision that like you can do. I think it's quality over quantity. You know, you don't have to cram the whole textbook. It's just knowing how to have like revised in a smart way and that's something I learned over time in uni because I think I, I used to just spend all my time just trying to revise I used to think the more time I spent the mm. better it will be but you need to have just blocks where you do like good revision and just meet up with friends for example thank you for listening to this episode of brand new doctor I hope it inspired you in your personal journey Check out the notes for a summary of the show with all of the important links. And if you enjoyed this, do me a favor, subscribe and share this episode with someone else you think could benefit from this message. I'd love to hear from you. So why not leave a rating and review? It really helps other people to discover the podcast too. You can also find me on LinkedIn as Rolakeojo and on Instagram as Rolakeo.so. So that's all for now, but I'll be back soon with another episode of Brand New Doctor.